Hey, it's J Mark Accento here, broadcasting to you from the end of the world. Here to say happy one year anniversary tabletop for the end of the world. That's right, everyone. Tomorrow, the 31st of August, 2019, is our one year anniversary since launching the first episode of our show. Can't believe it's finally here. We have some exciting announcements for you that I'll tell you at the end. So be sure to stick through until the very end of this episode and listen to the announcements. Previously on Tabletop for the End of the World. Yang knows more than we ever thought. Let's look at all the things we've accomplished and struggle to remember all of the memories that our beloved overseers have forcibly removed from our minds. Nice to meet you. I'm Twilight. We all know the catchphrase. It's patented. Would you mind if I just hit you with the lantern real quick? I turn into a broom. And Twilight draws the rapier and goes, you're the devil. If you can get this metal off of this child, it takes extremely hot fire to start melting this stuff. Twilight walks up to McKean and hands them a mixtape. Might need to understand something about actual dragon dragons. They're horny bastards. Erupting out of Vert's hand is a column of blue lightning. <laughs> Wait, I haven't seen any goblins. Y- yeah, are they here? Oh, Mayor Bucket kicked them out the other day. What? Why? So it's yeah. finally come to this. We have to kill Bucket. All right, well, clearly this is the murder that we've been meant to do. Good day, good day, my lovely, lovely listeners. I... Robin, and back once again with your daily wisdom. And I have a report. And no, it's not about a certain Capitan. Though this report does come from him, Capitan Laurent may have ordered me not to reveal this information to you, but I have a duty to keep you all up to date about everything that is happening inside and outside of the city. And honestly, why would he even tell me if he didn't want me to share? This is all I do. Anyway, Captain Laurent has been scouring the outer wastelands where we launched our missiles during the Freedom Festival, and he has informed me of some disturbing occurrences. It would seem that while his team was out, they discovered some mutilated and destroyed beast out in the outer wastelands. And unlike the usual corpses found, these ones seem to be systematically and carefully picked apart. There's actually a rhyme and, and, and reason to it. I, <laughs> Captain Lorong is concerned about what this may mean for us here in the city. Are the mutants fighting back? And how buff have they gotten if they're able to fight these horrible beasts? I just... Stay tuned 
for more information as I receive more updates. Run through it all again. All right. We've obviously already checked out the collapsed quarter in the northwestern part of the city, so we can mark it as clear. Indeed. From the radiation to the destruction during Burning Men, we can rule that out as a location. The destruction you caused. What was that? Nothing. We can rule out Old Chinatown in the southeast because of the destruction during Ahoda last year. Uh, that leaves the central part of the city where Robin's studio is. The northern part of the city has Potroblad's headquarters, but we have no way of accessing it. That is fine. I would imagine they are wise enough to separate their loved ones from such a clear target. <sighs> right. I'll put a star there for later. And that leaves all of this. The forge far to the south. The farmer's market in the east side. Uh, what about here in the southwest? The labyrinth? It makes sense. They managed to throw all the initial unplugged in these hovels. It would be the perfect place to hide loved ones. I mean, from the outside it looks abandoned, but who's to say how these buildings look inside? It seems most likely, but let's wait before checking. Well, I don't see why we can't just go there now. We have no means of communication or location tracking. You know, as well as I, why we call it the Labyrinth. Because there's a giant killer bull in it. <laughs> Amusing. No. If we are lost in there, we may never come out. It's an endless maze of dead ends and lacking light. Right. Okay, so until we find some way to check it out safely, no Labyrinth. Indeed. Now, let's look into more possibilities. Is it likely they could be placed in the outer wastelands? Flaming mutants. I'm putting them to work. Like in the good old days. Oh, we could put a roof over their heads and, and give them some spare rations and water. I mean, it, it could absolutely work. It would be like a... A trade or a barter system. Oh, they would work for us for multiple hours a day and we would feed them. Why, I imagine they would feel so much gratitude. And if the mutants are powerful enough to kill the beast in the outer wastelands, I mean, that must mean they're able to do a lot more than anyone else. Well, actually, no, I suppose that might not be ideal. After all, that would mean allowing them into the city, which, well, that simply cannot be allowed. The radiosexuals would think we were throwing them a Pride Month all year long. <laughs> oh, no. Well, back to the drawing board. So you guys are on your way to find the goblins. You've taken Mayor Bucket. Ray is with you, and you are looking for the goblins where they have run off into the uh, hedge maze. Hedge maze was the word I was looking for, team. Hedge maze. Hedge maze it is. All right. 
a maze of hedges. Right. Yeah, and so Ray is coming with us, and Bucket's coming with us, or are we going to leave Ray to run the town in Bucket? Okay, you guys. Dead? Right now, you uh, when you left off, Mayor Bucket was in a hold person spell that he hasn't broken out of. I think we were dragging him along. I, I think we need somebody to stay and keep an eye on the town, and so I think Ray should stay. So, uh, Ray, you are mayor now, so you run the town. Um, ask Selena for help. She seems to know all the going ins and going outs. And Mayor Bucket's gonna come with us. You don't need a healer or anything. How mean? How much of a how much of a problem are these goblins gonna be? Do you want me to go get the whole team? No, they're my buddies. They'll be fine. All right, man. You seem to know what you're talking about. Remember, I'm a paladin. I can heal them. Oh, all right. Well. For something that an amount of math is required for. <laughs> she uh, puts her hand on your shoulder and she says, All right, Solinari be with you. So she said, Solinari be with you, and she left. To go institute major political power. And that's it. You guys are in the hedge maze. You have a captured Mayor Bucket, who I'm going to roll to see if he breaks the whole person spell. I mean, we did tie him with a rope to drag him. He rolled a one, so he you got him for sure. So now he's even more held person. And you're off to find the goblins. This is why I let him go. I kicked him out of town. I was doing my... Uh, you must know something of the hedge maze by now. You've lived next to it for years. Well, sure. Yeah, I know my way around it. I mean, I know where the goblins went. Excellent. You're going to help us find them. Yes, that seems reasonable. Twilight would like to cast Clairvoyance and toss an eye above the hedge maze. What you see is that a few rows down from you, that sort of makes it kind of easy, huh? Uh, There seems to be what looks like might be an encampment of some kind. But there doesn't doesn't seem to be anybody walking around. It just seems to be like some tents uh, made of like sewn together, like separate pieces of fabric. Uh, There is a campfire that has long been extinguished. And using the eye, it's easy to uh, sort of switch between walking and paying attention to where you're walking. Like you can use the eye to cheat and just figure out where you are. And you make it to that encampment. And sure enough, it's it's like I said. Everybody roll your perception check for me. Hmm. Uh, Vert got a 17. 13. 22. Okay. Pretty good, guys. Uh, I didn't realize I took perception. Uh, Vert and Twilight, uh, you guys, or Vert and Torin, you guys are going around, you notice that this campfire has been extinguished in maybe the last 24 hours. Uh, you see some familiar looking spears that are sure enough from the goblins. Uh, and you see that there are uh, there are some tents as well. So there's some tents, the spears, the uh, what else was on here? There is a little uh, a little wooden box. Twilight's able to spot a little wooden box, like a little a little chest that might contain something valuable in it. And if they left something valuable, makes you wonder what made them leave in such a hurry. Twilight would like to investigate the box. In what way? Uh, Twilight is going to approach the box cool. and try t- to open it. There's not like a lock on it or anything. Okay. So Twilight opens the box. You said you wanted to, in- oh, you're just going to open it? You said you wanted to investigate it. Well, I just meant like, you know, there's a box there. When I say investigate, I just meant like, oh, there's a box here. I wonder what this is. What's in it? Sure. Why was it left behind? No, totally. It sets off the suitcase nuke and we all die. <laughs> <laughs> you open the box. You rolled a 22 on your perception, right? Wow. It's not going to matter. Okay. Hey, Twilight. Yes? Your armor class. Thirteen. So as you go to reach into this box, this box is maybe the size of a hand. In the last moment, you see that a pair of eyes opens on it. And then another pair of eyes, four eyes. And the box 
leaps forward on its own power and snaps shut onto your hand. Only now it has razor sharp teeth that bite into you. Ow! 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 For four damage. What the heck? And everybody roll your initiative. All right. I didn't try to make friends with it. This is not how this works. We roll initiative against a tiny mimic. Tiny box. Seven. Uh, Twilight got an 18. 16. The box. Excuse me. Sneezes. Oh my god. Uh, Twilight, Twilight, with the with the box snapped on its hand, like hands it a tissue. You okay? Twilight, you're up. Bite it back. Yeah, Twilight's gonna use Hellish Rebuke on this box for biting me. Cool. And the flames are gonna come out of your hand inside of it. So the box needs to make a saving throw. A deck saving throw. 14. That does it, so it only takes half okay. its damage. It's probably not gonna matter, I can tell you right now. Uh, it's a six. Yeah, no, that definitely hurts. It goes, and it jumps off your hand. And it looks like it's gonna try to start hopping away. Goes to Torin. No, wait, sorry. Goes to Vert. All right. Uh, Vert's gonna attack it with a fireball. A 16 to hit. That hits. All right. Oh, wow. That's 17 points of damage. 17 damage. What were you hitting it with? <laughs> fireball. Yeah, it's. And it. It dies. Uh, it, your fireball, Vert, knocks it a few feet forward, uh, and it the shape of it dissolves into some kind of gray goo, and it's steaming and smoking. Because of, you know, all the fire. <laughs> I cooked it? it? It's dead. You cooked it. You're out of initiative. That's what you get, you stroking box jerk. Well, that wasn't very nice. No, that was... The heck was that? Vert wants to go examine the remains of the thing. Totally fine. Uh, roll an investigation check, but I can tell you, you know what kind of creature this is probably is, is... Uh, it's a 10. Okay. Well, you've heard of creatures that take the form of chests and inanimate objects, and these things are known as mimics. <laughs> uh, Twilight uh, pulls Derek off their hip and goes, Is this a friend of yours? Oh, no, I, no, I, I don't have, well, I have you guys, you guys are friends, obviously, but I mean, I don't, I wouldn't say, I've never seen uh, Mimics, I don't know where, where we get uh, Mimics around here, I haven't seen any, I certainly would not know how to, how to get them. Okay. Mm. Where do they come from? Does anyone know? Debilica, do you know? No Mimics on the Demiplane, dear. Or at least, you know, until now. But I guess I said the same thing about Undead a week ago. So what you gonna do? A mimic bit your hand. The goblins don't seem to be around. Hmm. Uh, Twilight looks at Mayor Bucket and shows the bite wound and goes, Is this what those bites look like? You know what? Yeah, it's pretty sharp teeth and stuff. It looks all mangly. I'd say that could probably do it. But, you know, bigger. Oh, dear. Oh, great. So you two just killed a baby, whatever that was. Well, that means that there's larger ones back at the... The... Balderdash. Bucket, you fool. Can your lantern discern mimics? Yeah, I think it might be able to do that. It looks at true forms of things. Now we know the true forms of mimics looks like uh, piles of gray goo. Well, after they've been cooked, we don't know if that's what they look like beforehand. Well, it's worth a shot. How do we know you're not a mimic? Oh, oh no. I don't know. Am I a mimic? How do we know your bucket's not a mimic? Ah, kill it. Kill my bucket. He's shaking his bucket like, get it off of me! I can feel its ravenous teeth biting down on my hindquarters. <laughs> oh no. Save yourselves! Run away! Should we? 
No. I I think we're I think we're safe. And no, your butt is not bleeding. Oh. That's just the bear. Oh, thank goodness. You're right. This is the normal amount of blood. <laughs> so what do you do now, guys? Should we go back to the town and look for the Twilight? Throw another eyeball into the sky, but further. My eyeball's still up there. We gotta find the goblins. Uh, do I see anything new with my clairvoyant eye? Actually, no. It looks like everything, uh, except for this this encampment where the goblins were trying to camp out for a bit. Nothing looks out of place. Uh, once again, you you remember uh, there's there's new shacks and stuff in Balderdash, and you're seeing that, and a lot of people are still milling about and going about their day. But uh, in the hedge maze, no. This looks like the only thing. Should we go all the way back to the goblin village? That would be the first place they go. Has Ray officially taken over as a dictator of Balderdash? Oh. <laughs> Within like the five minutes we've been gone? No, not yet. Upgraded to a cigar from a cigarette? <laughs> well, I, I pose the question again. Uh, you know that this this thing seems to be... There's, there seems to be one of these things hiding about. At least one. The goblins are missing, but you don't see any bodies. What do you do? Um, hey, where's the... Twilight, give me the key. Um, what? The key. The cheater's key. Oh, uh, okay. And Twilight takes it out from around their neck and hands it to Vert. So Vert um, looks through the key around the camp. Sure. You feel the magic from the key fizzle as it activates. And as you look around the camp, it looks like this mimic might not be the only mimic around. You see that there is a, one of these goblin spears on the far end of the camp is not actually a spear. The unusual thing is that there are some leaves on these plants that have like fallen and they look like even smaller mimics than that. But what really you find interesting is that right in the middle of this encampment, right next to the campfire, seems to be a rock that is not a rock. As you look at it through the cheater's key, it looks like it, it looks like it's not really there. Like a, it's like a like a big cobblestone, uh, big enough to be uh, big enough to fit a person through it. What do you we see? We are not alone. There are more of these mimics running around, and there's something something going on with that. And he Vert points over at where the cobblestone is. Um, he uses Mage Hand to reach over and see if he can move the cobblestone. And the Mage Hand goes through the cobblestone instead of interacting with it. So that happened. Touch the ground where it's supposed to be with your magic hat. Seems to be an illusion. Can you send an eye through there? Can I move the eye I already set? I believe that a thing? so. Uh, I think so, yeah. I think it's a standard action, but that, yeah, you should be able to. Yep. Yeah. We're not in combat, so it's right. fine. Yeah. Totally fine. So Twilight uh, takes their eye that was looking above the hedge maze and sends it down the hole. You go down the hole? Uh, down the hole, you see... Uh, a dark tunnel, and it seems to go back into the uh, towards the direction of Balderdash. Uh, there are uh, it only goes one direction, and it skips entirely uh, through the maze. If it really is a straight shot, it looks like it's a tunnel, a tunnel that leads back to Balderdash. I wonder if the mimics made it or if the goblins did. Knowing those devils, they probably dug a tunnel and just dumped a bunch of these mimics. Uh. The good news is that there doesn't seem to be anything down there. Maybe the goblins went down there. Should we check it out? Like, maybe they took it to go back to Balderdash. Yeah, we should. But we need to take care of these things here first. 
Um, Vert, I have an idea. Yes? Set the entire maze on fire. Hmm. Well, shit. That's a terrible, that's a terrible idea. <laughs> There's nobody in it. You've already seen it with your magic eye. And it's all just hedges. It'll burn these mimics to death. The hedge maze helps to hide Balderdash. It won't help Balderdash if it's hiding a bunch of carnivorous sludges. Well, why don't we just burn down the, can, can we do a controlled fire? You know, like. For all we know, the entire hedge maze is just one giant mimic now. Well, Vert has the the key. What do you see? Well, I I'm only seeing a handful of them. You know, those leaves over there. It's funny. Like you look back at the leaves over there, you see the spear mimic is still there, and there's that one mimic that was disguised as a dead leaf. But now you notice there's another dead leaf that looks identical to that one laying right next to it, and that's another mimic according to the cheater's key. You don't know how you didn't notice this third one before. What do you see? I think. They're, I think they're moving in on us. Are they moving or are they multiplying? So we go in the tunnel, we burn the maze. Well, if we're going to make a fire that big, we're going to need something natural to help. And Twilight looks at a bucket's bucket. Oh no, is it a mimic after all? Oh, my poor butt. You're going to have to take that off, Mayor. Well, all right. I mean, former Mayor. Well, all right. Guy, your name is Guy. It's, I mean, you just call me Bucket now. Well, you won't have a bucket, so it won't really work. I guess we just go by my old name. Guy? Yeah, I'm a guy. No, that's your name. Canonically, that was the name we I'm gave. I'm so glad Bucket. you reminded guy me. Guy Fieri? <laughs> Flavortown. <laughs> I keep I keep Flavortown in my bucket. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, that's the donkey sauce. <laughs> Twilight takes Bucket's bucket, but not before casting Prestigitation for sweet smells to, like, waft under my nose. And Twilight goes, okay. And Twilight starts pouring the stuff from the bucket around the encampment onto like the hedge maze leaves uh, around us. Are we saying his poo is an accelerant? Yes. As you are, as you are doing this, which is fine. Uh, the last of the cheaters key magic is, has uh, fizzled out. And the last thing you noticed is that you're not sure when it got there, but a second identical spear had shown up next to the first one. It's, it's, it's identical in every way. It's even, like, angled and turned in the same direction. It's just a few feet over. Completely identical. Yep, they're multiplying. Set everything on fire. Into the tunnel. Bucket, you go first. I drop. I slowly lower Bucket from the rope down there onto his now naked bottom. Okay. Uh, Twilight hops down. And so above you, a fire rages, and you all jump down into the tunnel. <laughs> yes. Do we hear anything from this large inferno that is now going around? Yes, you hear the sound of bushes burning. Maybe screams. Oh, you, yeah, the screaming of creatures? Yes, of course. I suppose they should be screaming. They're on fire now. <laughs> it seems only right. Many tiny... We can explain this once we get back to town. I miss my bucket. You only need it for the accelerant. Can I have it back? Twilight hands the bucket back. Thanks. Otherwise, I become too easy to track. I'll leave a trail, you know. That's good. That's a good call. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going behind him. Uh, Vert moves ahead of Maribel. I guess I just have I'll just have dropped hold person by now. Oh, but I leave the rope tied around his belly. Fair enough. Now you won't lose me and I won't float away like a balloon. <laughs> Guy, for more for the bucket, you'd be a favorite of ours. Yeah, I get that a lot. 
<laughs> Twilight starts making their way to Balderdash via this cave. Um, Twilight does have dark vision, so uh, how dark is the cave? Pitch black. If you didn't have dark vision, it'd be totally impossible. The okay. light coming down from above you from the Inferno is helping a lot, actually. Okay, perfect. So I'll keep one hand on Twilight's head. Guide me with your devil eyes. Okay. And Twilight starts walking down that path. Yeah, it's, and it, I know Bird has dark vision too, so yeah. he's good. It seems to just be more or less a straight shot for a few minutes. And then before you know it, you realize you, you should be under Boulder Dash by now. As you start looking around, you realize that there's still much more tunnel to go. But as I said, uh, for right now, so it's a straight shot and you should be just about underneath Boulder Dash now. Hey, Guy, did you know this was here? What? A tunnel? No. We thought the only way in or out was through our little guardian hole with the lantern and whatnot. Gotta use your hole. Right. Honestly, that's shaking me to my core. Okay. Twilight's clairvoyance is floating underneath where Balder dashes, and Twilight sends it further down the tunnel. Yeah, going further down the tunnel, you see that there is eventually a junction uh, about 60 feet in front of you. It goes left and right, and there are stairways that take it even deeper underground. All right, guys, about 60 feet down that way, there's like a split, a fork in the road or the tunnel. And there's like stair. There's a there's a staircase, like a built staircase that goes down. Should we check it out? All right, we'll check it out. Twilight, you and Bucket take one way. Me and Vert will take the other. Oh, OK. We're splitting the, bar- the party then. I mean, you said there's two staircases. Is that really the best idea? Why don't I just send my eye down one way and then we go together the other way? That might. Nope, work. we're going with my idea. <laughs> I don't. Okay, if you say so. Have I led us wrong yet? Um. Because you have. <laughs> Twilight goes, yeah, that makes perfect sense. And we're off. All right, so what did you do again? Twilight is going down the staircase path, and I guess they're going down the other path. Okay. Twilight and Bucket. Uh, yeah. Plus, this will be the greatest comedy ever. Uh, yes, this is... It's a is... buddy cop comedy between a bucket of poop and Twilight. <sighs> <sighs> All right, who wants to go first? Roll initiative. I vote you guys. I'm sorry, am I stealing your thunder, Mr. DM? <laughs> no, not at all. You're just really confusing me, and I have to figure out what to do next. I rolled a five. I vote you guys go first. Okay. Okay. Torn and Vert go walking. Torn right. and Vert go walking. Yeah. Down the staircase. It spirals for a little bit, and it looks like it's been, you know, purposefully constructed. It, it looks like it's not just like an accident in some cave wall, but this looks a lot like the rest of the uh, the rest of the maze a little bit. As you make your way down, you begin to hear some noises like water dripping from the ceiling to the floor. Oh, and hold on. Could Twilight send their eye with Torn and Vert to keep an eye on them I believe while I go the other way? it has a limited range. Uh, the range is a mile. Torn just kind of leans over to tap Vert and's like, don't worry, Twilight will be fine. We left him with the poo that we left them. With the poo mancer. <laughs> um. Because I am impatiently waiting for Bucket to have poo-based powers. All right. Uh, as long as you know that uh, it can only see or hear, but not both at a time. Yeah, I'm having it. Uh, I'm having it see. All right. And we're going to say it's been about five minutes so far. Okay. Okay. So you got no, no. It's been one week since we looked at him or them. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually been two weeks. We caught, but you, you cocked right. your head to the side and said you were angry. 
I remember. <laughs> you're going down this, uh, you're going down the tunnel. You hear water dripping ahead of you. It's still very dark. There doesn't seem to be any lit torches in this portion of the labyrinth. Torin's skills as a wanderer, with an excellent memory for maps, geography, and terrain, tells them this means we're in a cave and there's water. Oh, yes. What an excellent memory put to extraordinary use. Yeah, I wonder what that dripping could be. Uh, but it seems to be, as you reach the bottom of the staircase, it just seems to be another straight shot into the darkness. Uh, by the way, Torin, what are you doing to see? I assume Vert is on my arm, kind of being like a flashlight, just telling me where to go. <laughs> Luckily, it's just this, been mostly straight hallways from this point. Straight it is. All right. Just one arm pointed forward. Sure. Bird on it. Probably just accepting their lot in life by now. Yeah, more or less. Yeah, walking straight. Uh, turns out the water was just water. I was just trying to be, I was trying to build atmosphere. Yeah, a drip of water lands on your face. It's kind of cold. But the weird thing is you find a wooden door. There doesn't seem to be anything else or any way to turn. You just have found a wooden door now. Thank you for describing that, Vert. <laughs> well, you're welcome. Um, Torn immediately kicks the door open. Well, okay then. Yeah, no, it swings open. It doesn't seem to have been locked in any way. Looks very familiar. It actually looks like the inside of Selena's potion shop. Uh, underground? Um, underground. Almost almost exactly. Uh, except that the the bottles of potions on the far side are just empty. But otherwise, the chair is there, the table is there, the, uh, the bar where she's sort of got all of her alchemy supplies and those, the, the, like, Bunsen burner and stuff, they all seem to be there. It just seems to be dark and underground. Is the front door still there to lead somewhere else? Uh, there is a, there is the back door, which in Selena's original cottage led to the back room. Can Torin see in this empty room? It's still pitch black. Bert, what do you see? Um, it looks like Selena's shop, but how the heck did I get here? Wait, I have an idea. Uh, Vert wants to actually attack the chair <laughs> with Fireball. <laughs> yeah. Okay, yeah, you attack the chair. Okay. Roll to hit. Uh, 14. Uh, 15 hits in a mobile chair. Okay. Oh boy. That's 12 uh, points of fire damage. <laughs> the chair combusts in a bright flame, and now the room is lit. Two birds, one stone. Uh, but the chair did not, in fact, give off any kind of death scream. Okay. Well. Uh, but now the room is the room is very much lit, and you can uh, Torin can now see that you are in uh, uh, some kind of mock-up of Selena's potion shop. The room is a giant mimic just smoking a joint. It's so lit, bro. <laughs> it's it's. It's a really dank room, but it is also mad lit now. Well, um, so let's try the other door. And Vert just makes his way over to the back door. Hey, Vert, what's your armor class real quick? Yay. Uh, 16. 16. Okay. 16? Yeah. Well, okay, it's not going to matter too bad then. Vert, as you walk towards the back door past the bar, you hear glass jingle. And the potions rattle, and then three of them jump at you. Two of them are going to go wide over your head, but one of them is going to latch onto your arm and deal four damage. As a potion, the 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 mouth of the Erlenmeyer flask-looking potion just kind of suction cups itself onto your arm like a like a lamprey eel. Okay, is that initiative? Yeah, it's initiative. Yeah. 
10. That's a 13. Twilight is in a deep discussion with Bucket and goes, I just don't understand how, like, you're the only one who's been this badly affected by the berries. Oh, no, I just eat them the most. Yeah, but like... Like, I've been here the longest, and it seems maybe it's got some long-term consequences to it I hadn't considered. All right, but you just, you keep eating them. Well, yeah, they're our only food source. But that's why we sent the goblins your way, so you wouldn't just eat that, and then you went and kicked them out. Oh, we didn't want to eat the goblins. They were just, they were eating people. We just kicked them out instead. They don't eat people. We already proved that. They know how to grow food. But we found all the dead bodies with the bangly bite marks in them. Right, and we, and what did we just learn? Look, I can't have known to not kick the goblins out before I knew they weren't going to eat people. That's just nonsensical. I mean, well, it just sounds like you're a little bit racist, and I'm frankly offended. I was being defensive. Exactly. That's what racists do. And I'm currently also being very defensive about this. Well, you should be. Good, because I feel hurt and attacked. Well, well, you know what? They got kicked out. They came to help you out. Now we look like douches because we just sent them to a town of racists. I was defending my town, and now my town is safe, except for all the dead people. All right, whatever. Look. So walking down the tunnel, you guys encounter a wooden door. Oh, there's a door here. Oh, yeah, I didn't see that. You want to knock? Yeah, okay, I can knock. Mayor Bucket knocks. And the door slaps shut across his arm, like the top of it and the bottom of it fold together. And he goes, oh, no, it wasn't a door. Does that look like a goblin? No. Yeah? No. Yeah, what's it doing? What's it doing to you? It's eating me. Yeah, yeah, but it's not a goblin, is it? Well, I mean, we don't know how good their disguises are. Yeah, oh, really? Is that how it is? I guess I'll just go then. Please stop. Please keep the door from ripping my arm off. Roll your initiative, Twilight. Okay, so it is a door. Uh, Twilight got a 14, by the way. Okay, and the door got 15. So the door goes first, and the door is going to take another bite of Mayor Bucket. And the door is going to get Mayor Bucket halfway down his throat. Mayor Bucket's kicking and screaming. This uh, thing no longer looks so much like a door as a as a grayish, a large grayish shape that seems to have a door where its mouth should be and four red beady eyes sort of on the lip of that door. The door has also sprouted vicious looking teeth. Twilight. Twilight yells, do you promise to keep my goblin friend safe if I help you? I'll take that as a yes. Uh, and Twilight uh, would like to take their new short sword mm-hmm. uh, with the wound ability yeah. and slash at this door uh, do, done in such a way that it misses uh, that it misses Mayor Bucket. Bucket. Totally fine. Roll, yeah. your, uh, roll your damage. Uh, roll to hit. Roll, roll something. Roll a, roll a dice. Okay, that was a nat one. So this is going great. So as Twilight defensively goes to swing the sword down onto the door creature, it gets stuck in the ceiling. You did a big wide arc swing on a low ceiling room and it just didn't work out for you, bud. Oh, oh, dang it. And Twilight tries like yanking the sword out. While you're doing that, uh, uh, Vert, it is your initiative. You are being attacked by tiny bottles. There are there is one bottle directly on you. There are two bottles to either side of you. And then it seems to be that the shelf of potions is rattling to life. Okay. Um, how far away is Torn? I don't know. Torn, where, where are you in the room? I'll let you pick. I should be close enough to Vert that uh, 
I'm just going to say I had long sword and shield up so I could use my protection ability to when a creature you can see attacks a target other than you that is within five feet of you, you can use your reaction to impose disadvantage on the attack roll. Oh, All right, I'll let you start out next to Vert. That's fine. You could protect him now, but it's Vert's turn. That's unfortunate. Um, because I... Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Vert's casting Thunderwave. Oh, yeah. okay. I that got 57 HP. Okay. Well, Hit me. There yeah. we go. Uh, yeah, I was about to say, Torn's going to get knocked out. Yeah. Torn will get knocked out, but that's going to hit everything in this room uh, pretty much. So, yeah, Vert, go ahead. What like, do unless I, I was back down the tunnel, I would get hit regardless. Uh, well, it's 15 feet, so, yeah. All right, it's being cast as a second level. Do I need to roll some kind of saving throw? I do. I make a constitution saving throw for my bottles. Uh, that is going to be uh, DC's 15. I rolled for all of them, and they are all going to uh, take half damage, but I don't know if it's going to matter. So 13. Okay, so you, so Torin's going to take full damage. Oh dear. All right. So 3d8? Yeah... On the plus side, it wasn't max damage. He rolls all ones and implodes. <laughs> nope. Um, all right, so that's 10 damage, and because you didn't make it, uh, you are pushed back, I think, 10 feet. Yeah, everyone's pushed back 10 feet. The bottles all shatter. They shatter as though they were real bottles. And then you see that there were seven more bottles on that shelf that have now become gray sludge. I think I took 10 damage, correct? Yes. I believe you did. Sorry, wait, wait, sorry. It was a total of 10 damage? Yes. Oh. They, they were actually going to survive that, but... Nope, they took... The, screw it. They took full damage. They're dead now. We're moving on. <laughs> <laughs> All the bottles have shattered. Torin, uh, Torin got knocked back into a wall, but is otherwise okay. Just gets up out of the Torin-shaped crater. <laughs> Dusts off the dust. Sorry about that. I'm I'm used to it by now with you and Twilight. That seems to be your favorite attack. It's not mine, but yeah. Twilight bursts in, Twilight bursts into the room from the ether and casts Thunderwave and then disappears. <laughs> oh no! I've been summoned. Who has a special attack now? So what happens now? Since uh, you decided the bottles are dead, all the bottles are dead. The Thunderwave has destroyed all of them. They all shattered. Uh, and then turned Are there into any other <laughs> mimics that were in the room that were probably affected by the thunder wave? There doesn't seem to be, uh, but everything that was uh, breakable or knock awayable in this room has been broken and or knocked away, including door. It's not a very big shack. Uh, well, yeah. So, uh, how about the door to the back room? Did that uh, get blown open or something? Yes. Uh, well, it was a curtain, okay. but yeah, uh, it 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 waved. And then closed again because <laughs> it's just a curtain. So we're gonna try and then go through the uh, the curtain. Think. Oh, did I knock the or blow the uh, fire out? No, chair's still burning. Hey, small victory. Uh, yeah, we'll small fires. I'll take it. Uh, going through the curtain to the back room. Okay. Uh, before I tell you what's in that back room, I believe it was Mayor Bucket's turn. What am I going to do, Elijah? 
I, I mean, does he have a point? Is my work drivel? Meant to do nothing more than entertain? I mean, I am first and foremost a journalist. Is it not my place to spread the good word of Potroblat to all of the consumers? Well, I, uh... No, no, don't, don't speak. Elijah, just continue with the foot rub. That's, uh, that's a good dear. <sighs> Make it better. No, no, get me a new one and keep giving me a foot rub, obviously. He's going to struggle to try to get out of this thing's grip as it munches on his bowdy. Oh, wow, he's going to succeed. And Mayor Bucket's just, with a with an arm, like, pounding on this thing's door face, is going to make his way out of the creature. And he's going to reach down and grab his bucket and pull it down as though to wield it. The door creature sees what's going on here and is trying to do a big old bite onto both of you. It's door mouth expanding to take up the entire hallway. What's your armor class? Thirteen. Yeah, it's not going to matter. So it tried to snap down on you, and both of you jump away. Uh, jump backwards. Goes to Twilight. I jumped away, taking my sword with me. My Talon sword. And fair enough. You got it You got it out. I just wanted to make sure. I gotta keep track of my, my jank. Twilight? Twilight will uh, repost and use their silver rapier to stab into uh, this thing's mouth. Like, like in that pirate movie where 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 the dude stabbed into the giant, I think it was a squid. Wait, wait, repost is not an ability, right? You're just saying like you're just going to stab a thing. Yeah. OK. Yeah, no, totally fine. Okay. I do realize that pirate died at the end of that movie. Yeah, this is a great idea. All right. Roll to hit. Twenty one. I'd say that's going to do it. OK. Does this count as a demonic creature? You don't know. Okay. Well, I I am attacking it with a silvered weapon. So I did five, but if it's demonic, it would be six. What? No, you still get the plus one. It's a plus one weapon. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. that's for all of it. Oh, okay, then six. Yeah, you stab it in, like, I guess where its chin would be, and it's... But otherwise, it's uh, it's okay. There's no steam coming off of it like you've seen with silver weapons before. Twilight goes back, meh, and he's and the the door says meh, and Twilight says meh, and the door says meh, and Mayor Bucket says meh, and Twilight says shut up, you're not part of this. Oh, and moving on, <laughs> and uh, Mayor Bucket's gonna swing with its bucket, his bucket. I'm sorry, he's a person. For eight damage. Is he a person when he's technically a cartoon? That's really not for me to say. Uh, he's gonna, Mayor Buck's gonna swing him with a bucket. And it's gonna smell horrible. And the thing is gonna say, Argh! and then it's gonna be that thing's turn. And that thing is gonna try to go backwards. Roll an attack of opportunity, Tor uh, Twilight. 
Uh, 21 again. 21 hits. Get some damage on it. Um, how does that work? Do I just act like I'm attacking with the same weapon, or can I do anything? Uh, same weapon. Okay. Uh, that was a... Um, seven. Seven, okay. Uh, Mayor Bucket hit him for ten. Yeah, and you, uh, so the two of you together, working through your differences, swing at the door as the door retreats into the room. Goes, it goes to the right, uh, behind the wall, and you lose track of it. And Twilight, your turn. Okay. Where could it be? Um, so it goes to the right behind the wall, like it goes in the room and to the right? Yeah, like, uh, like it went into the room it was in. Okay, Twilight runs into the room. And what you see is, it's McKean's... Uh, forge. Awesome. And Twilight cast Thunder Wave. Okay. I know I'm not. Mayor Bucket's gonna save. Yeah, Mayor Bucket's gonna save. About, wait, did Mayor Bucket go into the room with me? No. He uses Thunder Wave that goes in a direction in like a cone. No, it, it go. Uh, Thunder Wave is a 15 foot cube around where my body is. Oh, but yeah. I figured since Bucket was outside of the room, he wouldn't get hit by it. Or I guess, I mean, I mean, if he gets hit, he gets hit. I guess we didn't specify how deep into the room you went. You really want to rules lawyer it. I went to the middle of the room. All right, all right. Well, he's saved, so it's not going to matter now. But the the door did not save. Go ahead, hit me with that sweet, sweet damage. Eight damage total. Um, and since he didn't save, he takes that full damage. Or it takes that full damage. And uh, what you see is that uh, two war hammers that were propped up against the wall have gone flying like, I guess, like, further into the wall and then bouncing around the room a little bit before coming to a stop. And Mayor, okay. Mayor Bucket rushes in, bucket in hand, going, Oh, where'd he go? Oh, I'm gonna get him. I, I don't know where he went. Uh, and Twilight goes, I think it's dead. Oh, cool. I'm not sure, though. All right. Just to well, be safe, having poop on everything. I blame you. Well, let's keep going, then. What, what is there a back door to this room, or what's yes, up? Yes, what you see is the forge is in its... Full splendor, completely replicated. And as you uh, as you go back past the forge, which you remember the forge was sort of like an open area. This is just a small room that seems to have McKean's forge in it. Uh, in that uh, in that forge, there's like a there's like a treasure chest looking thing, and you can see his little his little shack has got uh, an arsenal in it with some simple weapons in it. And then there is a door that leads out. Ooh, anything I can loot? Uh, you could check. I would like to check. In what way? Like, what are you checking? Are you trying to get into his arsenal, or are you trying to open that the chest he's got next to the forge? I would like to open the chest he's got. Open the chest. Uh-huh. And you find that inside the chest are his usual uh, tools, his forging tools, like a little blacksmith's hammer, bellows. It seems to be the stuff he needs to uh, to be a blacksmith. Okay. And what's, what's in the arsenal? Uh, simple weapons, uh, short swords, long swords. Uh, his warhammer obviously is not in there. You can see this uh, from the window of the shack, assuming you haven't gone in yet. Okay, so Twilight looks at Bucket and goes, I don't understand. How is his forge down here? Yeah, that looks just like McKean's forge. I wonder what that's doing here. You think they stole it? Well, no, because we just saw him and he was just working up there. So there's no way that could have happened. What if we... Try to steal it back for him. And he, like, runs to the forge and tries to, like, push it. And he can't. It's like, no, it's part of the floor. Look at that. Ah, so it was built here. It was, like, built in here. We're in the forge right now or we're outside the forge? Just to clarify. I guess we ran in and I cast my spell. 
it's an outdoor space, but like if I'm if the official like forge itself is like a big construction with coals in the middle where you can heat iron and then an anvil where you can hit it with a hammer. Mm-hmm. So you're not like in anything. You're just standing around it. The there is that shack that McKean uses as like the arsenal for the small amount of things he's made. That's what you could be inside. Twilight would like to continue past the forge then. It's like, I don't get it. So are there are there other buildings like this down here? Well, I don't know. I've never been here. Have you been here? Wait, uh, no. Hold on. Let me check. And Twilight is going to take a peek in uh, with their clairvoyant eye before it runs out to see what's going on with Torn and Vert. Oh, uh, well, Torn and Vert, you see, have entered a new room. This room, uh, Vert, looks exactly like Flood's shack. It is a, a small, uh, it actually has like a, like a, a staircase to it that leads to a small room above. There's a table, there's like a bowl of fruit on the table, and uh, two chairs. Vert uses prestidigitation to cast some sparks next to his hand. If any of you in here would like to leave, now is the time. <laughs> Roll intimidation. Let's try it. 21. Wow. What you see is that the five pieces of fruit that were in that bowl, like an orange and an apple and a banana, they shapeshift into gray blobs and they sort of single file slop their way out of the bowl. (laughs) They make their way down the side of the table. (laughs) They've heard heard tale of the murder (laughs) gnome. They sheepishly sludge past you uh, out the door that you had just come in on. Yeah, I let him go. That's fine. <laughs> Is there anything else of interest in this room? <laughs> no, that's what I had planned. Fair enough. All right. Uh, going upstairs to the next room. Twilight's eye blinks out and goes, oh, I guess they can be scared. That's good to know. Um, yeah, so uh, uh, Twilight along with Mayor Bucket, goes on to the next space. Look, I helped save you, so that means when we find my goblin buddies, you have to be nice to them. I I suppose I could try that. I mean, you said they're okay, and if they're not eating people, if they're the ones down here, like, if it's the weird the weird shape monsters turning people into food, then that's... I, I guess I give a goblin a second chance. I mean, I feel like you've gotten enough chances in life that it makes sense. Yep. You're the worst, and Twilight keeps moving forward. Uh, make a perception check for me, Twilight. 18. Twilight, as you start making, you, you open the next door um, out of McKean's sort of forge replica space. You start making your way down a hallway, and you notice that behind you at the foot of the door is a warhammer. Twilight eyeballs the warhammer and goes, I know you're a mimic. I'm not going to fall for it this time. Also, quick question. Who's the Billica traveling with during all this? I guess you. Because you're best buddies. That makes sense. We are buddies. Is the Warhammer worth 40k? (laughs) (laughs) I love the way the history of that game, like, I don't know if you guys have seen the documentary of it in the archives, but how it, like, bankrupted a whole country trying to afford the miniatures. Sounds fair. I mean, it explains why Poulterblatt took it over. Yeah. You know, they make a lot of money off it. Uh, Those monsters. So... Um, Twilight, looking at this Warhammer, cast Shatter at it. Okay. While Mayor Bucket casts Shart on it. With our powers combined. You'll need one help of Squeegee. It's disgusting. Okay, I'm gonna save. It's a con saving throw for this. I did it! 
Okay, you take half the damage. So give me a second. I got to make these rolls. Yeah, you got to figure it out. Mm, uh, eight. That's with the half damage. Okay. And how See, much damage does Mayor Bucket get? Uh, its shatter is centered on a point, and I centered it on the Warhammer. Mm-hmm. No, I mean, I really want him to cast Shart on it. Oh, God. Oh. Well, that's, that's up to our, our dungeon daddy here. The Warhammer goes, ow! And uh, it didn't it didn't shatter, but it it starts like like an appendage comes out of the handle, some kind of slimy tentacle looking thing and just starts pulling the warhammer away. It's like, never mind. Wait, what? What? Derek, is this a friend of yours? Why can't it talk? Oh, I, I don't know. I've never met a, a mimic. I wouldn't I wouldn't know. I wouldn't know. I'm sorry. I like that it's dark down here, though. That's very comfortable for me. I'm glad you guys are exploring somewhere nice. No, that's that's good. Hey. Hey, come back here. Uh, and Twilight starts walking up towards the Warhammer. No, thank you. Nope, I'm going to get, I'm ready catching up to you. It's only because I don't have legs. And then you see uh, another tentacle, like, pops out the bottom of the Warhammer, and it stands up straight, uh-huh. and it starts taking off sprinting back the way you came. If only I was there, I could cast Zone of Truth. <laughs> At last, that is what we are in need of. <laughs> The truth. Uh, it's it's sprinting away from you, Twilight. Twilight is going to cast fear. Yes, make it run faster from you. No, 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 no. I'm going to cast it in front of the Warhammer. Okay. So that in the direction that it's running, it will see its greatest fear. Uh, okay. Spoiler, it's Twilight. Uh, wisdom saving throw. Okay. Its greatest fear is Mayor Bucket without a bucket. What's a, what's my saving throw, my dude? Thirteen. The Warhammer is going to see an image of you with a sword, actually, <laughs> uh, and it's going to lower its its literal head and charge through the illusion and continue running down the hallway. Crap! And it's uh, you hear it say, "Who put stairs here?" Oh, Twilight! Twilight runs to catch up to it. Using their full action to dash at it. Uh, it's also using its full action to dash away from you. Right. So you're about uh, the same. You're, yeah, I'd say you're gaining on it, but it's it's making its way up the stairs. Twilight casts press the digitation to make a giant explosion appear in front of its face suddenly. Uh, it screams in terror. Does it fall down the stairs? <laughs> it does not fall down the stairs. You see it no longer be a, a Warhammer. And instead, it becomes a gray sludge, a large gray sludge, uh, like maybe the size of like a small, like a small giraffe. Okay. So you know, like like waist high, and it, it clings to the wall of the spiral staircase, like the the central pillar, and starts shimmying its way up. And it's using these uh, these purple appendages, look almost like tongues, to grab forward and pull itself up faster. It's licking its way up the wall. It's straight up climbing the wall. Okay, and oh my god. Twilight is going to cast message on it. Okay. And Twilight's going to say, wait. And you hear it whisper back, how do I know you're not going to stab me? Because you can talk. We can negotiate. You can talk and you stabbed me. I never stabbed you. You stabbed me with a sword. No, I didn't. Did you not stab him with a rapier earlier? Wait, is this the door? It seems to be. Oh, well, you were biting my friend. Yeah, that's or, what I do. Well, friend friend is a strong word. You were biting my acquaintance. I, that's, I really don't care what you call him. He also tastes horrible. Well, yeah, you, you bit into a guy who's literally wearing a bucket full of crap. I just 
following orders, man. Well, yeah, but I get that. But like, come on, you, we can have a conversation here. You don't just have to follow orders. Okay. It could be more than that. Well, I'm kind of abandoning the orders right now. I suppose well, that's to- what I'm saying. Like you're already halfway there. Right, so I'm going to go all the way there now. And he keeps heaving himself up the wall. Twilight goes, here's the issue. Twilight was walking towards him the whole time they were talking. Yeah, he was crawling <laughs> the whole time. Uh, you've you've uh, reached okay. the top of the stairs, and you can see that he is uh, going for that, that junction now. If you don't stop, I will stab you. You see, this is what I was afraid of. Well, now you know, like you're guaranteeing it. Uh, you see him take off just as fast as he can. Uh, he is terrified of you. Twilight burst after him. Bucket! Bucket, do something! I can't find my bucket! It's dark down here! He calls up from below. Ah, <laughs> oh, forget it! Twilight is running at full speed and goes, and says using message still, What if I heal you? Maybe. I'll heal you, but you have to promise to talk and not eat my friends. Or in his case, my acquaintance. Okay, but you gotta stay away from me. I can't. I have to get close enough to heal you. Uh, 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 roll a, uh, persuasion roll. Uh, 20, not natural. Uh, you see the slime slowly decelerate. So he's back in the uh, back at the junction, back at the fork in the road, and he's kind of just stopped and he turns around. You think you can see those red beady little eyes of his. OK, 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 I don't usually run. It's not my thing. All right. You said okay. you would heal me. Yes, but let's talk first. OK, why? Oh, hold on. Oh, my. Oh, my side hurts really bad. And you see the two little, like, oh. the two little tongue appendages are on, uh, it, like, like, reaches around, and this creature, this gray sludge, like, if it had hips, it would have its hands on its hips, and it's also breathing very hard. Okay. Okay. First off, hi, I'm Twilight. Hi. Uh, nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. I'm... Uh, do you have a name? That's what I was trying to... Oh, hold on. Oh, and it holds up like an okay. appendage. It's like, hold... Oh. Oh. Okay. Yeah. <sighs> I'm Chester. Okay. I'm a mimic. I am sorry for bothering you, but there is something that you need oh, to hear. Uh, we're uh, kind of in the middle of something, Amelia? I know, I know. But please, listen. I pulled this audio off of Robin's feed. There is a new community event coming. She is bringing back the dead hunt. What? Please, listen. Lovely listeners, as you all know, I am a big believer in taking initiative. So long as our beloved overseers and Potroblatt corporations approve, of course. And so... With that in mind, I would like to announce the return of our favorite pro-murder event, The Dead Hunt. Inspired by incredible wrestling events of centuries past, we will have our hunters comb through the outer wastelands and violently destroy any and all mutants they come across. Winners are determined by the number of heads 
heads collected from the mutants. Oh, but the fun does not stop there. As you all know, Ahota is coming back this year. And our hunters will be utilizing newly developed equipment within Poacherblatt's Forge. They will have the opportunity to test out their new toys during the dead hunt before they go off to claim their bounty to keep us fed for the new year. Yes, the dead hunt is sure to be an exciting time for everyone. And, um, Capitan Larong, I found the perfect solution to your rampant mutant problem. Crazy how that was so easy. You are very welcome. Don't you worry about it. Now, now, now then, dear listeners, Stay tuned for the sounds of Capitaine Larong crawling back and begging for my forgiveness on hands and knees. Thank you, and keep living your truth. So the Freedom Festival wasn't enough. I don't get it. What problem are they talking about? I have no idea. Apparently the mutants are running rampant? Uh, Amelia, do you know? They are saying that the mutants have been killing the beast in the outer wastelands. That they are getting stronger. Oh. Oh? That, uh... That's not the mutants. That's me. What? I've been training my dogs, and, I mean, they've been getting food for me, but... I've been practicing with the equipment Yang got to me. Fucking idiot! Manny, you're supposed to keep a low profile! How was I supposed to know that? People are going to die for this! Because you weren't thinking! Hey! They're just mutants. I don't see why. Up! What did you- You were careless. And you didn't think things through before acting on your own selfish desires. You stroking summer! Hey! Hey, Mitch, wait up! What the hell was that about? I don't know. J-Mark will talk to him. Right. Well, uh, tell him I said sorry. Yeah, sure. I, um, we'll talk later, okay? Right. Bye. Is Mitch normally like that? Not as long as I've known him. That was... different. Hey, it's J Mark Accento again. Like I said, we have our one year anniversary tomorrow and a lot of new exciting stuff coming to you, like a Patreon, new merchandise, and of course, our new show that I've been mentioning here and there called It Comes From Within. So right now and for the first time, here is a little bit of a sneak preview of the show itself. And tomorrow we are going to be launching Game Zero, which is we all get together, establish characters and talk about the background. Stay tuned because next month, uh, when the next episode launches, is when we will be launching our Patreon, as well as the first official episode of It Comes From Within. Be sure to support us. You can just do $5 a month. Very simple. And we'll make sure we give you a lot of neat things to say thank you. 
Holy shit, I'm blind. What the fuck? Hello? Hello? Oh, thank God. Can you help me? I can't see. I, I can't see either. Who are you? Hey, shut up. I'm trying to sleep. Manny! Yeah, I- wait. Mitch? What are you doing in my house? Open your eyes! We're not in your house! Okay, I- wait. What's going on? You guys fucking with me? Okay, guys, I'm really not- Guys? Oh, fuck, Kevin. Sh- Kev? Kevin! Uh, uh, the last thing I remember is BlurredCon? I mean, didn't we just do a live show? Uh, you did. Uh, I filmed it. Who is this now? Oh, it's, it's Hezekiah. Wait, Doria? Is that you? Yes! Why am I... Wait, Manny, Hezzy, Blurred Con... Aren't you those podcasters? You play D&D, right? Yeah, that's us. You, uh, you were at our live show. Yes, I was. Is this what you guys do for some sick kicks? You take fans and lock them up in the dark? Whoa, no. We don't know what's going on. We kind of just... Is that music? Yeah, what is that? Hey. Sounds like, uh, sounds like jazz? What the hell? What's yeah. the big deal? Fucking Christ. Excuse me, could you turn the light down, please? If I get out of here, you are so punched. Guys, what is he doing? Standing there. Say something to him. I'm not saying a thing to him. Yeah. I think we should. Oh my god. Excuse me. Hey, buddy, with the mask and the top hat and giving me real Tuxedo Man circa Sailor Moon 1990s vibes. What the fuck? Well, hey, what the hell are you doing? I get it. Okay, you guys are pulling some sick prank, shoving me in an escape room type bullshit, but I'm not here for it. Hey, buddy, wanna untie us so I can kick your ass? Whoa! Ah, the hell? What? Oh my god. Oh, oh my god. What? What? What is. Oh. <coughs> hello. 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 Hey. La 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 la. Hmm. <coughs> hello there. Uh, do you all understand me? Oh. Oh dear, am I speaking? No, I believe I am speaking in your native tongue. This is problematic. Excuse me. Yes, you there. Mitch, correct? Do you understand me? Right? Okay. It would seem that shock has set in. That is not ideal. I would really rather not do this all again. But it would seem I have... What the hell? Oh, Manuel, excellent. You do speak. Hello there. Who the fuck are? Oh, what the? Oh hell? my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god. Oh what is happening? Oh, oh, no, no, this oh, simply will not so do. I. That is much, much better. Okay, I just need to take my seat here at the head of the table, and there. Now then, I am sure you all have a lot of questions, which is fair, but we should really get through introductions first, don't you think? Excellent. I'll take your silence as a yes. Now then, my name is... And... Ah, I see. It would seem that you do not understand that, do you? Hmm. Ah! 
you all can call me Edmund. Yes, Edmund. And I am quite familiar with all of you. I see we have here Mitch and Hezekiah. I, I see you, Kevin, and Manuel, and Jake. Hmm. That is... You, madame, should be J-Mark, but you do not seem to be. Uh, who are you? <gasps> you fucking asshole. Yes, kiss, that is quite rude. Uh, if you <gasps> would... I would like to know your name, or I could take away your mouth again if you prefer. Doria. I do that. Hmm? Doria Marshall. I'm Doria Marshall. <clears throat> I, uh, I work with J Mark. Well then, quite odd that you are here in his stead. Are, are you at all associated with Tabletop for the End of the World? Yeah, I mean, I listen to it, but I don't. And no matter. And what of you all? <laughs> <laughs> you oh, yeah, son we're, of a... Yeah, we're we're T few. We're T few. Who are you? Hmm? Oh, Mitch, yes. I am a fan. Okay, well, I hope you all really enjoyed that. I know we're very excited for what this entails. That all being said, our next episode will be coming two weeks from the day. So you will be looking at September 13th. Also, during that time, we are going to be launching our Patreon, as well as the very first episode of It Comes From Within will actually be coming uh, the week after, so on the 21st. New episodes will come once a month. All our first few episodes will be released for free for all of you. But if you want to listen to the whole thing, definitely be sure to support us on Patreon. Thank you so much, everyone. And remember, the overseers are always watching.